0: you are now listening
1: to raise the w recorded at the school of communication inside the hickey audio lab on the beautiful campus of western michigan university come aboard and hear the people, stories and impact of western michigan university here's your host tim Tarantine.
0: Welcome everyone to Raise the W, the podcast that highlights the impact of Western Michigan University, its students, its staff, its faculty, and the alumni and donors who make up Bronco Nation. I'm glad today to highlight one of those points of pride, the College of Fine Arts, and I'm blessed today to have with me on the podcast the dean of that college, Dean Dan Guyette. Dean, welcome to the podcast, sir.
1: Thank you, Tim. It's great to be here.
0: It's good to have you on board. Now, before we jump into the College of Fine Arts, and there's so much about the College of Fine Arts that is a point of pride for this university, but I want people to understand the leader before they understand what you're leading. (laughs) So tell me about what was it about (laughs) arts that grabbed your attention as you chose a pathway for your career why fine arts why is that important to you
1: yeah that's a great question uh you know i came to the arts very very late i grew up in a small town in vermont and uh, the arts were virtually non-existent in school and so uh, i actually was filling in for a friend on a theater production it was sick and i was uh doing house uh, ushering for him and i watched his show three nights in a row and i said wow this is kind of neat stuff really? and uh, so I, I started getting involved in a little bit of theater but then i graduated and went off to school and was a pre-med major and you know i didn't think you did that for a living i thought that was just stuff you did for fun on the side sure. and after about a, a six months in school i said you know i don't really want to be a doctor and i dropped out became a ski bum for a year and a half did some more theater and ultimately transferred to northwestern and was a theater major. Wow. Uh, did musical theater singing and dancing and favorite really musical uh oh boy S- sweeney todd yeah really? sweeney todd i've designed it twice i ended Is up moving into right? design. oh man it's like that's one of my favorite shows it's like a rock opera yeah i love that so it that that was kind of what bit, it got bit and i just you know never never could get away from it again
0: yeah so you went from the stage yes in theater uh, how did you make the transition from the stage into academia what Tell me about that transition, that bridge across.
1: Well, you know, lo and behold, to be a musical theater major, you actually have to sing really well. And when I found out that wasn't going to be quite <laughs> it for me, <laughs> I moved over to the design tech side. And that kind of gets you into the business and the producing. And, and it just was kind of a natural progress, progression through my years as a professor. I moved into assistant uh, chair and then chair and then eventually on to being a dean because I was good with numbers and kind of yeah. understood the marketing and the business side of it, too so that, that was really an, an easy kind of you know natural i think working with both sides of the business
0: now once you graduated with your degrees you are now a form uh, Well, i guess an acting actor but you're on the back side of it you got the business side of it you're moving into the teaching and learning where what other universities were you uh present at before you got to bronco country well,
1: that's a it's a fairly long list. Uh, I was uh, give us the
0: last the, the last 15 few years before you got 15
1: there. years. Yeah. So I was chair of theater and dance at the University of Northern Colorado for 11 years. Sure. And then uh, moved on to become the dean of the College of Fine Arts at uh, University of South Dakota. I was okay. there for five years, and then I was dean uh, at the University College of uh, the College of Fine and Performing Arts at Western Washington University for four mm. years. So when I came here, I just went to another Western, but a better Western. That's right. That's right. The best. And the best. And it really was. Uh, Margaret Marion, the former dean, was a friend of mine, and, and I saw that she was retiring, and I called her, and she recruited me, basically, and yeah. said, you know, you need to come here. This is a great place. And she was right.
0: And when you got here, what did you find at
1: Western? I found, uh, like we often tell people, a hidden gem. I mean, it's well known, I think, in the region, and certainly the arts are are known around the country. But we don't do the best job of telling people about how good it really is here, you know, the amazing programs we have and the great people. and, and, And I hear everywhere, you know, the professors or about the student. You hear that everywhere you go. But here, it's more than any place I've been. That's true. And it really is. The students are first, and I see faculty making sacrifices all the time to really put students forward and to give them a better opportunity.
0: Our students in the College of Fine Art are exemplary. They really uh, have been national leaders, and they have represented our university well. Talk us through, just give us kind of the 30,000-foot one-minute commercial of the College of Fine Arts, what should our listening audience know about the college as a whole? And then I want to talk to you with about a special opportunity that is innovative in the marketplace uh, that you're working on as well. So tell us about the college first, and then we'll go into some other areas.
1: The college is really a, a perfect balance of a liberal arts education and a pre-professional programming where students come in and they practice what we preach. They really get, you know, hands-on opportunities. So when they leave here, they have a, a portfolio, uh, a Vita, uh, and a, a, a bag of tricks, if you will, or a yeah. bag of experiences that really prepares them well for the real world. So our students succeed at extremely high rates, along with a lot of other Broncos across the university. And I think... That's really what we do exceptionally well. We have great facilities. We bring in really talented students, work with talented faculty, and that's a great recipe then for successful graduates.
0: Sure. Give us a couple highlights of some of the exciting things that have happened just this year. I mean, our students have competed internationally and won against some of the, the you know, kind of the, the superstars of of industry when it comes to college and fine arts. But our students are kicking butt and taking names. Give us a couple highlights of some student successes.
1: Yeah, that's that, boy, that's a good list to choose from. We just had the music theater program get back from their annual trip to New York. They go every spring break, and they they rent out a theater, and they they bring in producers and managers and agents to see them. And I was just talking to the director of that program, and over half those students already signed with an agent just based on that wow. that experience out there. And every year those kids come out and immediately go into the workforce. Uh, the jazz program, though it's not publicly, I guess I'm making it public now, Uh, They just won another handful of Downbeat Awards, which puts them among the elite in the world, literally top three in the world of the most Downbeat Awards, which is basically the college Grammy Award. If you think about what Downbeat Magazine and I think we're over 150, 160 total awards now over the years of that program. And we have students and faculty winning those awards year after year after year. Uh, and those are just two areas where we have just an outstanding uh, group of students and faculty working together to, you know, continue building the reputation of the college.
0: Working together is uh, becoming a uh, becoming a modus operandi for the College of Fine Arts because you are doing something with some of the partners around campus that is going to change the game for product design. Uh, the product design uh, initiative that you are beginning. Uh, is a partnership between business and finance not business and finance but the College of Business the College of Engineering and the College of Fine Arts that's correct tell us about this industry and how you are changing it through this opportunity for students
1: you know when I arrived four years ago from from moment one there were people talking about the need in this area to revitalizing and creating and training and educating the talent for the industrial design and the product design industry Michigan actually has more industrial designers and product designers than any place in the United States. Yeah, not even per capita, total, just right. I mean, a huge number.
0: We're the and design d- capital of the world.
1: Design capital of the world. Right and yet we we weren't, the, you, you talk to our local partners, the Strikers and the Whirlpools and the Technas and the Newell Brands and those folks, and they, they had 50, 60 positions that were empty and unfilled because they didn't couldn't draw the talent that needed to fill them. So we saw that need, and we got together with uh, engineering and with business, as you pointed out, and we said, hey, how can we create a program that will really be something stellar? And what makes us unique? What will set us apart from those other programs out there? And they said, you know, you need form, function, and manufacturing. And I said,
0: form, function, and, and manufacturing.
1: manufacturing. Yep. Okay,
0: great. Yeah. And you so say, wait.
1: you know, who does all three of those well? And I, they said, really, nobody. There's great programs that usually do two of those well. And I said, that's our goal. And so if we're going to do that, we got to bring business into it. And a lot of the programs out there, they add business, but it's been after they were established, so they're at the master's level. We said, let's add it in at the undergraduate level. Let's find that perfect mix, that perfect three-legged stool. And for two years, we had faculty from those colleges working together to bring forward a curriculum that's now been approved. And we have our first group of students that are being recruited. We have almost a full class already for next fall. And now we 're on to renovating a facility here on campus to house that program
0: let's let's go back to that curriculum design because the faculty did an outstanding job but if i if I hear the story correctly, you did it in partnership with industry is that correct
1: we did We did at certain points along the process. we had uh, worked with several designers from those corporate partners that early on were working with us. And they came back and they gave us feedback on the program and said, you know, you don't have enough of this or you don't, you know, you have too much of that. And they really helped us shape that. And uh, and these are folks that are cutting edge in the industry. So we know and they want to hire our students. So they want to make the program as good as possible. So, you know, really and now they've they've set up over 60 internships with those same partners. So these students at the uh, summers of their sophomore and junior year will be going and working with these companies and getting a hands on experience and then they'll come back to us you know, really eager to take on that next year and study.
0: So let's say we've got a prospective parent who's listening today, who's thinking about a career for their future and for their child, and they're considering Western Michigan University. Why would they want to choose the College of Fine Arts and PDI? What what are those selling points? What are, what are those points of pride for this program that helps a parent or a student know that my future has a better chance at success because I came to the College of Fine Arts at Western Michigan University.
1: That's a great question. First, you've got a curriculum that is is brand new, cutting edge, that we know we worked with corporate partners and industry leaders to develop so we know it's exactly what they need, it's what they're looking for out of our graduates. We know we just hired the first uh, coordinator of the program. We've got three new hires that are going to be following right on the heels of that. And we're being competitive and looking nationally to bring the very best people in to run this program. We're out recruiting the very best students and letting them know that you're going to be able to graduate and immediately go into a high-paying job. And you're going to be able to do it right here in Michigan. You know, if you're from this area, you don't have to go away from home. You can come here, study here, and then you can work here where your family and your roots are. And that's really what we want is people that can sit down and continue a long uh, tradition of, of developing innovative and entrepreneurial programs right here in Michigan.
0: What is the value today of a liberal arts education? I mean, you just talked about the partnership of different types of educational models coming together for a program. But Western Michigan University has a very strong liberal arts uh, a program. And I think we're losing. There's there's debate in higher ed about that about the humanities, about liberal arts, about those kinds. Why is that important in today's environment as you lead this college and are convincing our students of the value of that? What do you say to them?
1: Yeah, I appreciate that question. We get that, as you imagine, from parents. My parents asked that question when I went into this field, right? And And you look at it and say, you do it primarily as a student because it's where you're passionate about. Like any field, what are you most passionate about? Where do you think you can make a difference and where does your heart lie? But others will look at it and say, well, you know, what's the – are you going to be able to get a job in this field? Are you going to be able to make a living? Mm -hmm. And the answer is absolutely yes because the core – Tenants, the core of a good liberal arts education are all the things that employers look for. Critical thinking, being able to think outside the mocks, be able to communicate well, be able to take an idea and express it to others, to sell that idea. All these are features of a good liberal arts education where a student comes in and finds that balance between uh, the broad-based skills and some really in-depth skills within the profession and he put those together and initially they've shown that when you first come out of college with a liberal arts education you might be a little further behind in terms of salary but within 10 years you've made that up and you don't need to go back to school if you lose your job because mm-hmm. you've got a broad-based education. You can retool because you've got the skills already to go into another career if that yeah. one changes or develops. You're more nimble and you're able to, uh, to adjust as those careers change. And we know that three-quarters of the jobs that students are going to go into in the future, they're not even created yet. So they have to have an education where they're not just about vocational skills. They're about thinking skills and, and creative skills and thinking, you know, outside the box so that they can actually go out there and, and, and deal with an ever-changing world.
0: Absolutely. What a, what a great way to express that. So I'm going to give you kind of the last statement. How, how can Bronco Nation help the College of Fine Arts? How can we partner with you and support the work you're doing? and the amazing opportunities that our students are taking advantage of?
1: Well, every every person on stage and every person dancing and every exhibition needs patrons. We need people that actually come and enjoy and partake in the experience and the humanity and the commonality that all come forth when you experience the arts together. And that's really what our students are look for, is having audiences that appreciate what we do, that show up, you know, and that sometimes they help out with their time and their treasure. Yeah. They help a little bit with those donations where you know we may not have enough to quite make it on this show just on ticket sales. And so every dollar, you know, makes that experience better for the students and better for the patron and better for our community. You know, we want to bring culture into this community, and that's been something that Kalamazoo has been great at for over a hundred years, is supporting the arts and culture mm-hmm. and appreciating that. You know, we all work eight, ten hours a day, but what are we doing or not working? You know, what do we do with our our livelihood, with our families and experiences? And what do we want to have in our community to share with each other? And the arts are one of those really key essential elements.
0: Yeah. And our students are excellent at it. Thank you. Dean Gayet, thank you so much for being on the podcast today for all the work you've done to enhance the experience of Western students and create what have really been global opportunities for our students. I know they appreciate 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 it, and we do as well. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate your time and having me on today.
0: Absolutely. For more information about Dean Guyette and what's going on at the College of Fine Arts, including how you might be able to help to establish and grow this new innovation in higher education with the product design initiative, please go to mywmu.com raise the W. There you'll find more information about our conversation and links to where you can participate and support the College of Fine Arts. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for listening. And, of course, let's all continue to raise the W.